Good morning. Welcome to our podcast. Jack Irvin here in Akron, Ohio, and uh, we're glad you're joining us today. I hope everyone had a good weekend and uh, you're walking with the Lord. I know some have been fighting discouragement and difficulties, disappointments, and the Lord's going to get you through it. Uh, want to talk to you a little bit about what's happening in America and some of the leadership. Uh, I want to talk to you today about Kingdom Shift. Uh, I'm in the process of writing my second book. The first book, The Vision Principle, has been out and uh, really have had a burden for this uh, next book, which is called Kingdom Shift. And it's something that uh, I've been personally going through. And I think all over America, as the Lord has raised up apostolic prophetic ministry, we're beginning to hear that there's a real shift in the spiritual realm and how we do church. And uh, it's a learning curve for all of us because we've all been part of a system that works a certain way. And I think well intentions, uh, people have intended to do the right thing. But I think how we've structured the church in America has really been a great contributor to its demise. In other words, we don't have the influence we used to have. And so when I talk about kingdom shift, I think what's happening all over is the Lord is beginning to deal with the leadership to tell them that we need to change things. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that, about the kingdom of God still, but kingdom shift. There's a shift that's happening from being going to church, and we've all heard the phrase, everybody uses this, but I don't know if we actually understand what it means, from going to church to being the church. But let me just give you some concepts here. They're not difficult. They're really simple. And I know even in the River in Akron, we've, we struggle with this because we, we're too much of a front door church where we hope people will come to church. and They don't come as much as they used to. Back in the 70s and 80s, it seemed like everybody went to church. But let me start with the principle of the kingdom of God is within you, or the kingdom of God is in your midst. That's in Luke chapter 17, verse 21. We've all heard that, okay? And so when people talk about kingdom, there's a couple real obvious principles that we need to understand, okay? And I think it'll help us to get to where we need to get. And that's the concept of the kingdom of God has an everywhere focus. And it also has an every time or 24-7 focus. So I, I want you to shift your mind from when you go to church and when you worship and maybe you go to Sunday school, you go to training. I want you to shift your thinking to where you live 24-7. That's one of the ma- that's one of the major things is because we we have to begin to realize that God is shifting our training. See, because one of the things we'll do, and I've done it too. I used to have what's called a Romans twelve club summary, and it's a sheet I used to give out. This was even years ago, where you would list all the ministries that people can do. You know, to use their gifting, so you do a spiritual gift test, and then people find their their boat. And, and what that is focused on is church stuff. 
Sometimes it's focused on outreach, but most of the time it's focused on keeping a church going, keeping a church growing, and having ministries and programs in the church that people can do whatever. And we found that uh, in some cases that helped, but but we need to shift to a kingdom focus of everywhere, 24-7. And when you think in terms of that, it's a whole nother opportunity. That's one of the reasons why we've talked about it even at the river, is that we've done a pretty good job of bringing people to the Lord, but we haven't done a very good job of discipling them. And when you disciple someone, I think a a disciple is obviously just like his master, but I also think another component of discipleship is that, that you're disciplined in every area in your life. And that's only proven in how you live your life 24-7. So if the kingdom of God's within us, that means the kingdom's everywhere. It's everywhere you go, everywhere your feet go, everywhere you live, everywhere you work, whatever. Let me read you a couple of scriptures. In Acts chapter 8, there was great persecution going on in the church. And sometimes I think that might need to happen in America for us. It's already beginning in some ways for us to begin to really seek the Lord and start walking with him. But it says in verse 1 of Acts chapter 8, Saul was consenting unto death, and at that time there was great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the region of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. You see the, the scriptures relating to the believers, not the leaders. The believers. It says in number two, and devout men carried Stephen to his burial, made great lamentation of him. And it goes on in Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and hailing men and women committed in prison. And then at verse four, real key verse, it says, therefore they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. And then it talks about Philip, the deacon, in the next verse, went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. There's a concept here and it says they went everywhere and that's the way kingdom should be designed. When we're walking in the kingdom, there's a focus on how we operate in our everywhere. I know that sounds simple, but it's so true. How's your life? You know how to manage your money? You know how to relate to your neighbor? Do you know how to function in your calling in your 24-7? Do you know how to make money? Do you know how to give to the poor? There's so many things that we can do that aren't church-related that are related 24-7. So there's an everywhere focus. They that were scattered. It seems to include everyone. Also in Acts chapter, or not sorry, Acts, but Ephesians chapter 4. I'm going to read you another scripture. verse 16. And uh, it's a real powerful scripture. It goes like this. From the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies according to the factual working and the measure of every part make of increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. You notice the result is an increase in the body probably a healthier body, a bigger body, 
but there's two aspects. It says where every joint supplies. So that a joint is where two members of the body come together. We've been talking about two or threes in our church, and it's really important that we understand that was a main concept that Jesus designed to reach the world, two or three. How many churches do you know that are even teaching about two or three? I hope all of them, but most of the time it's not. We we do a lot of teaching on 12, which is important. But two or three, a joint is where two parts of the body come together. If they don't come together, they actually can't supply. So we need to find another person we can work with and are everywhere to begin to facilitate change. You know, we've we've been talking about the Ecclesian. It's where two or three are gathered to represent the culture they're from. Representing the kingdom of heaven. So we gather in twos. We're representing the culture of heaven where we live and are everywhere in the kingdom. It's the shift that's happening all over America because church as usual is kind of dying out. There are some exceptions. There are some churches doing well, but most of the time it's transfer growth. It's in other words, it's people from another church who leave and go to the hot place. It also says here the measure of every part which makes increase. When you're kingdom focused, you need to understand your importance. Every part is important. Every part is important. You know, one of the things that's happened in the church system in America is that we're clergy dominated. In other words, we as pastors, I've been guilty of this. We do way too much. We do all the teaching. We do all the preaching. We do all the witnessing. We do all the hospital calling. Not always, but in some cases, the church is built around a pastor. And the Lord is shifting the kingdom focus to an everywhere focus, a joint focus where two are gathered, and also an every part focus, a 24-7 focus. You are important because you're going to help to increase the body. So let's recap some of this. When you walk with the Lord, let me give you some numbers here because numbers are important with the Lord. Give you the number one, the number two or three, the number 12, and the number 70, okay? And if we want to have a healthy church, you need those four components. One is you need to teach every believer to have intimacy with Jesus, 101, every single day. That's a no-brainer. If we had every believer in our church spending at least an hour a day in quiet time with the Lord, I believe we'd see a lot more transformation in life. And then the second thing is the two or three. We need to be together, joined together, so that we can supply. If we learn to supply, it's tougher with one, but when two are together, it's easier. You can bring skills and and resources and time and love because when you edify yourself you're going to build yourself up in love and love is expressed to people and you're everywhere especially unbelievers then there's a 12 we know jesus poured his life into 12 he gave us an example and 12 is a great thing to do if you're healthy in a one and a two if you're not healthy in one and two 12 is not really effective Because you need to have intimacy with Jesus. You need to be rightly joined to another person. 
like a partnership. You need to be in a group of 12. I think the ideal group of 12 is a ministry group where you focus around a certain theme, whether it's a small group, whether it's a ministry where you get together on a regular basis. And then the 70, which is a congregational group, you know, people often ask, what's the greatest size of a church? I think the greatest size of a church is between 70 and 120. And then you multiply because, you know, maybe 100, 120 is probably financially better. But the mega churches, although they're great, it'd be better if we had a lot more churches that were functioning in ones and twos and twelves and seventies. You want to have a healthy church, you develop those four areas. Work on your one, work on your two. I know we need to do that at the river because we probably have about, I'm just guessing, but we probably have about 15, 20% of people that really have a one. We have very few people that have a two and we have almost none that have a 12. And then we have 70, of course, we're a little smaller than that, but, but we do have that, but we even need to improve that. But if you're going to walk in the kingdom, you need to be trained. See, the church is the equipping ground to train the saints to work in the kingdom, the everywhere focus. The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God's in your midst. I want to encourage you today, if you're a leader, to work on getting those four areas developed. If you're trying to build build a mega church, don't do that. You know, Mega churches are fine, you know, we're we're not against being big, but but try to work on those four areas. And if you don't have know how to live your life and you're everywhere, you need to put a demand on your leaders in the body to teach you how to operate. You need to learn how to get along with your family members. You need to learn how to get along with people in the community. You need to learn how to operate in the kingdom. You actually need to learn how to make money so that you have everything you need. You need to work. Not just work to build the church, but work to have your life built up so that you're functioning and represent the kingdom of God. You don't want to be a bad example in the kingdom. If you always have needs and you're always hurting and you're always sick, and those things, and, and we can't control some of those things, but it's an indication you're not appealing to the people around because they look and think, well, I don't want to be like that person so because they're so messed up. I'm telling the, the awful truth. But when we walk with the Lord, we're not exempt from problems, but we need to learn how to overcome our problem. And if you're having those issues, but you're walking in an overcoming nature, then you are a great example to the midst of other people around you when you walk with the Lord. I really want us to start focus on that 1 and 2 and 12 and start to really see because if you're just one of those Christians that just goes to church and you're happy for a little worship service and sermon, what about the 24-7 in your life? We need to start training people how to operate in that. We need to help people to get out of poverty. I've always wondered why when Jesus said he came to preach good news to the poor. Think about that today. What did that mean? I think it meant exactly what the poor thought. Is it? Is there any way that I cannot be poor? Have you ever thought that if you're poor? I think if you start talking to Jesus, he'll help you. Yes, we do need to be content in every state. 
but how can the Lord help me to get out of poverty if I'm willing to take what he gives me and bless other people? That might be the issue. If you're a taker, you're going to have problem getting blessed. But if you're a giver, you're going to overflow. You're going to have more than what you need because God will give you more when you actually multiply. The parable of the talents shows that. But let's pray today that the Lord will show us and teach us as leaders, even in the church, to not be clergy dominated. It's in Act, I mean, in Revelation chapter 2, where it says the Nicolaitans, that's a Greek word which means Nico, which is conquer, and laity, which is the people. And that's one of the schemes the enemy has devised that the laity is being conquered by the clergy. We have too much power. The emphasis is on us too much, not on Jesus, not on the body, not on every part, not on every joint, not on everywhere, every time, a 24-7 focus. The Lord's shifting the church all over America to begin to understand the kingdom. He's bringing leaders to help us set the church in order so that we start to do it. And it's painfully it's a painful experience for us to change because we're used to going to church instead of being the church. And we can say that, but God's really going to hold us accountable. I pray today he bless you. Keep in touch with me. Call me, 330-690-3854. And uh, just uh, give me a text saying, Hello, Pastor Jack, good to hear from you. God is so good. We'll let you know when the new book, Kingdom, shifts out. If you want to get the new book, The Vision Principle, uh, it's on Amazon. The Lord bless you. I pray his face shine upon you. I pray he keep you in his perfect peace. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.